What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm Cersei Blue, your host, aka The Faithful Vegan. We are back again another week and it's still Heart Health Month. So I wanted to just give you a quick reminder to don't forget to join the Eat Your Best Life Facebook group um, and comment on all of the Heart Health posts to be entered in for a prize to win one of two books, Dr. Furman's The End of Heart Disease and The Minister of Wellness, How to Lose 100 Pounds in 100 Days. So be sure to meet me over there in that private Facebook group. Also, I do hang out on Instagram, thefaithful.vegan. And of course, I'm on Facebook, The Faithful Vegan. So let's jump right into the episode today. I wanted to talk about getting real about your health this year, 2020. Um, I think a lot of times we dance around the issue, we put things on the back burner, or we just really don't want to like put our teeth or sink our teeth into what it is that we have to do this year to get healthy. And so this episode today is going to be talking about giving you some tips and some tools on how to really just get real about your health this year. And I'm going to be using the acronym R-E-A-L to illustrate some of the things that that would be needed um, or suggestions to really facilitate your growth this year concerning your health. So the first one in getting real with your health, we're going to deal with the letter R. And the first one is ready or not. I think sometimes we make um, our health goals about, you know, finishing something first or being prepared or having all our ducks in a row or even as simple as I need to eat all the junk fruit out of my fridge or I've got to wait till after this particular holiday or this particular party. And what we keep doing is we keep pushing it further and further and further away, almost as like a a delay tactic, right? And so tip number one is to, whether or not you have all your ducks in a row, whether or not you have a party coming up or whether or not your fridge is filled with junk food, just start today, right now, right this minute. Take a step towards bettering yourself concerning your health. It could even be a tiny step because here's the thing. When we decide to take charge of our health and to act on a particular goal, something amazing happens because it's in the doing that the chemistry happens. It's in the doing that the magic happens, right? And a lot of times we miss out 
on the momentum and the motivation and the things that we need to carry out a successful um, plan because we're stuck in the in the deliberation process. And I'm saying, let's get away from the deliberation process and step into action. And so I titled it Ready or Not, because regardless of what is going on, regardless of what excuse you're telling yourself, put that all to the side and just act today. Act now, right this minute, and start something because it's in the starting that you're going to build the momentum that you need to stay the course. So the second tip is going to be E. Remember, we're getting real about our health. So we're doing R-E-A-L. And so for E, it's eat with the end in mind. I know a lot of people are familiar with the famous um, book by Stephen Covey, The Seven Highly Effective or what is it? The seven habits of highly effective people. And one of his core principles are to plan with the end in mind. And so I feel like it's applicable to our health journeys because I feel like we need to eat with the end in the mind. Like, what is it that you want to achieve concerning your health? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to manage your high blood pressure? Are you trying to reverse your diabetes? Are you trying to um, eat healthy because you have cancer? Or do you just want to be healthy overall? Whatever the end goal is, eat with that in mind, right? And I honestly believe that once we shift our mindset and we start eating with the end in mind, it's going to be easier to put back that chocolate cake and easier to put back those bag of chips because now we're not just eating mindlessly, right? But we're eating with with the goals in the forefront of our minds. And so what happens is you know, we become intentional about our eating. We become mindful about our eating. And that puts a shift in our behavior and our actions, right? Because yes, of course, we eat spontaneously a lot of the times. We eat because things taste good, but we won't be driven solely by that. We will now develop a different muscle, that would be one that has, hey, wait a minute, I'm eating with a goal in mind. I'm eating for longevity. I'm eating for my health. I'm eating so that I could live long to see my grandkids. Whatever that why is for you, when you put that in there and you start eating from that place, it shifts everything, right? And it allows you to eat from a place of empowerment rather than a place of a victim because i think a lot of times when we're eating we feel like the food is controlling us and we're not controlling the food but when you eat with the end in mind it becomes the opposite you are in control you are controlling what you put in your mouth and it's empowering um i'm from jamaican descent my parents are from jamaica and they migrated uh to canada and that's where i was born but there's a saying um in jamaican um, I guess folklore or whatever you want to call it, there's a term that says, what sweet nani got a garandam belly. And what that simply means is that what you might, what you may enjoy in the moment may have dire consequences in the future. And so when you eat with the end in mind, you're calculating all of those risks, right? You're factoring 
everything that you're going to get at the end result. And so now you tailor things and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I could choose this apple or I can choose this bag of chips. But because I'm eating with my end in mind, all of a sudden you're drawn closer to the apple than you are to the bag of chips. So try it, guys. I did it and it's been an amazing shift to the way I see food because now I don't just see food as an enjoyment for self-fulfillment, which it is because I do love delicious food. I still do, but I see food as medicine. I see food as a tool for longevity. I see food as cancer fighting. And so when you see food differently, you respond to food differently. So let's recap. We're getting real about our health, R-E-A-L. The first one is R, which is ready or not, just start. Second one is E, eat with the end in mind. And the third one is anticipate challenges. Guys, I don't know how many times in life in the past or in different areas of my life that I thought just because I did a thing that things were going to go smoothly. And boy, was I instantly corrected because life comes with challenges. It always does. So you have to almost anticipate challenges in everything you do. Because what happens when you do that? You prepare for it subconsciously, right? And so when you say to yourself, you know what? I'm jumping into my health goals. I'm anticipating that there's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some bumps along the road, but I've already prepared for it. So I'm not going to give up. When you do that, you're more likely to succeed because when you don't anticipate for challenges, what happens is when something happens that's a challenge or a bump in the road or something negative, the negative self-talk takes over and it's like, well, see, you shouldn't have started this month. You should have waited till next month or see, this is not working out for you or I knew it wasn't going to work. All of a sudden, the negative talk has ground in your mind. But when you already anticipate challenges, you've already said, you know what, I know things might go wrong, but A, B, and C, all of a sudden now, you respond differently to challenges now because you realize, hey, it's a part of this thing. It came with the fine print. It's a part of the package, you know? And so you respond differently and you don't go down that rabbit hole of negativity, right? And you don't jump out of the struggle. I think a lot of times when we don't anticipate challenges, the minute something happens, we jump out, we jump off. And then we're back to square one four months later trying to restart something, right? So when you anticipate challenges, it allows you or equips you to stay the course long term. So the last letter in real is L. And this one is loving yourself enough to take care of yourself. I don't know how many times I could say this because I think it is so, so important that we see our health as an act of self-care, as an act of self-love. Because a lot of times we don't see that when we're putting negative and toxic things in our body, it's, it's, it's almost like a self-hatred. It's like, why would you give something that's negative to something that you love. We wouldn't do that to our children. We wouldn't do that to the people that we love. So why do it to ourselves, right? 
Why give ourselves things or eat things or partake in things that we know have a negative effect on our bodies, our mind, and just our overall being, right? So love yourself enough. I listened to a podcast the other day. Um, I think it was Pathways by Cheryl Nemhard. And I'll put that in the link if you want to listen to that particular episode because I thought it was very powerful. The psychologist was talking about loving yourself. Um, And one of the things she said is that when we love ourselves, and I'll interject this part in, in my own words, when we love ourselves, when we take care of ourselves, when we take care of our health, it is a compliment to God. Because what we're saying is that you didn't make a mistake, you made us the way we should be, and that we are being stewards of what? God has given us. And I thought that was very powerful. That was a a different way of looking at self-love. I think a lot of times people get very spooked by the concept of self-love and self-esteem because I know that in our culture, we have taken that sometimes to the extreme to become self-centered and egotistical. And so we've kind of lost that concept but if you look at it through the lens of God in the sense of it's a compliment to me that you're being a steward of what I gave you which is your body your mind your soul you're being a steward of it you're taking care of it you're honoring God it's a compliment so that when people see you healthy when people see you thriving emotionally and physically wow that's a compliment to God I just thought that was powerful. And so my encouragement to you is love yourself enough to take care of yourself, to take care of your health, to not ignore your health, to not neglect your health. You know, a lot of us, we know the things we have to work on. We know, we know that we're not well. We know that we need to lose weight. We know that we're not eating the right things. We know that we're on too much medications. It's not that we don't know, but I'm saying love yourself enough to move beyond the no into, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to love myself enough to be my best self. Like the title of this podcast, Eat Your Best Life. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's giving yourself the permission to do that. And so that's it, guys. Let's recap it. Getting real about your health. R-E-A-L. The first one being R, ready or not, just do it. Don't wait another minute for another excuse as to why you're not taking charge of your health. E, eat with the end in mind. Write a list. Say, you know what? What are those things that I really want to see happen in my life concerning my health? And then eat your way to that. A, anticipate challenges, guys. I can't say this enough. It's not going to be a smooth ride. Life happens. It always does. But if you anticipate challenges, you will stay the course. And lastly is L, love yourself enough to take care of your health. Not only for yourself, but for your children, for your family, for your loved ones, for everyone that's around you. That act of self-love, it spreads 
beyond yourself and it flows into the life of everybody that is around you. So with that being said, I just want to close out by simply reminding you guys, please, if you are getting any benefit from the podcast, please go on iTunes and rate and review this podcast. The reason being is that the more reviews that a podcast gets is the further reach that it gets to um, to help others, right? Because they it expands to a larger audience. And so please, please, please subscribe to this podcast and rate it and review. So that's it, guys. Get real about your health. Don't wait. Do it now. Um, post a question or a comment in the Facebook group. Send me an email, whatever it is. Let's talk because this is not just me talking to you. It's us talking together, engaging on the subject of how to eat our best life. So until next time, have a blessed week. You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.